Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Some of the best high school basketball in the state is played right here in southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Now with former Marquette High and Concordia University coach David Cooks, here's 105.7 FM The Fans High School Insider. Big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. Presented by your local pick and save stores. We are live at Kettle Moraine High School for the 14th annual Kettle Moraine Tip-Off Classic. Been out here for a number of years, so happy to be out here talking basketball. We're going to talk a little football at the 11 o'clock hour. Um, just the first segment, we want to certainly congratulate uh, the teams from around here. Yeah, what an awfully good high school football season, but it's time to transition into basketball. And uh, nobody better to do that with every single year. Brad Bester, the head coach at Catamaran. Brad, thanks for having us out here again. Absolutely. Thank you guys for making the commitment to be out here and getting this basketball season 2019-20, get it rolling. Hey, I got out here a little early, and, and man, you were running around like a chicken with your head cut off. Yep. Yeah, not in a bad way, but making sure the teams were set, ready to go, make sure the referees... Um, this is the 14th annual. Yeah. Has it gotten easier for you, or is it still that first, you know, the first hour is still kind of a grind just to make sure that everything's set? Yeah, the, uh, the, all the work is usually done beforehand, obviously, weeks, months before, just because this year we have 40 teams, and um, that's been the thing. We've always tried to change. We've, we, have, we have a new format this year. They get to play six different teams in the shorter game situations. Um, so that stuff, like coaching, you're always trying to add. You're always trying to make it better, and so that's what makes it challenging, and then getting the right matchups for people uh, because there's a certain quality that they want when they come down here of opponents, and it's great. We have people from all the way from – we had squads from Hudson all the way down to Racine, so it's, it's uh, quite a spread. Yeah, I'm looking at and, – and I got here again early, but I looked at all the teams that are involved, and, and uh, a lot of people have been jonesing to see some high school basketball. Since the state tournament last year, if you don't do a ton of going to AAU stuff – there are a lot of people that are just strictly high school basketball junkies. Yeah. And uh, I would consider myself one of those, your whole family. Well, yeah. I'd consider that as well. And you can come down. It's five bucks to get in. There are six courts going on. And you can come down and see teams like the Pier and Elkhorn, St. Catharines, McGuanico, Janesville Craig, South Milwaukee. Nicolay is here. Grafton is here. Two schools that we're going to be talking to their coaches uh, a little bit later in the show. Lake Geneva Badger, Milwaukee School of the Arts. This yeah. year, this year. Yeah, good, former good player of mine, former player. We had, we, had a, we had the lucky 39, and I said, listen, you guys need to come out here. I'll give you some opponents. you got to see what it's like. And uh, so he was our 40th team to get in, and Josh Luderbach the head coach there. They have a couple talented guards, and I thought it would be good for them to, to play some teams out here. And uh, like you said, just a lot of teams from around the state. I believe we'll, we could possibly have a state champ that, you know, at the you end bet. of the season. There's, there's some teams that are that, of that quality. Oh, there's, um, there's more than one. Oh, absolutely. Brad, there's the probably, I, I, well, 
I don't want to uh, say, yeah, but <laughs> looking at it, there's there's six, seven, eight yeah. that that are in, including Kettle Moraine. And we're going to get to your team here in a minute. But we're also joined by Bryce uh, Bester. Bryce, how you doing? Good. Good. It's good to see you. What grade are you in? Sixth grade. Sixth grade. So I wanted Bryce on because you know the youth sports show. Um, we we did a replay, but I I love the youth programs out here at Kettle Moraine. Uh, Bryce, you're a sixth grade multi-sport athlete. Uh, How many sports do you play? One. You play basketball. Mm -hmm. Can you shoot it like your dad could? You shoot yeah. it better than he did at that age, right? Mm -hmm. You shoot more like one of your uncles. Is that <laughs> is that how that goes? Hey, um, you've been playing basketball since what? Third grade. Yeah. Third grade. Um, do you play year round? Do you do you play for your school team? Do you school play team. school team? Do you play on select teams as well? AAU, any of that no. stuff? We go, we go play AAU with our actual school team. You do? Yeah, we, we're, we're unique that way. We have a, we have a bunch of multi-sport athletes. Bryce just stopped playing baseball this year. Um, he wanted to get in the gym more, which I, I, I don't really agree with, but um, he wanted to do it, and I, you can't tell a kid if he doesn't want to be there. So um, we, play, we go play AAU with our KM team, and we, we go, you know, because a lot of kids, I can work out schedules around their baseball oh, lacrosse. Awesome. Uh, so we do we do it that and and we we do, have fun with do it. Do you coach Bryce's team? I do actually. Yeah, I coach that sixth grade team during the school year. Uh, and when we say school, we mean our our club team, our right. Catamaran club team. And so we're going all around the state and playing. And how, how was that? Look, I coached my son as well. And I'll ask Bryce first: Is um, how is it going having your dad as your coach? Um, I know that my son struggled with that for a little bit. And uh, sometimes it, it's a little bit difficult where he thinks maybe you should play a little harder, play a little bit more. Um, good re good to, to have your father as your coach. Yeah. Yeah, you like it? How about for you? I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. And I know I've been around a lot of parent and coach relationships with, you know, watching our youth program and, and trying to do it the right way. But at the end of the day, uh, there is always – we have more conversations about stuff. And so when it doesn't happen – you know, I don't, I don't have those conversations at home with other kids, so I have to coach them up, and I'm like, we talked about this. Right. Like, how can you not be, you know. Your, your second son, Bryce is your yeah, oldest? Yeah, Bryce. No, he's my he's he's, middle guy. And, and Okay, so he, he lucked out. Did you coach your older boy? What, I did. What, we, yep, what I is went, his first name? Ben. So, ben, ben I coached him uh, up until two years ago. So, we went second, third, fourth, fifth, and then I moved back. Um, and then I have a third grader who's standing in front of us, too, who – at, at some point here, I'll, I'll step back and go do that. So, uh, Coach Showalter was in a long time ago, um, and we had this conversation and about coaching our sons, and he said, look, my second son benefited from me coaching Zach. He said, look, I don't think I did everything right with Zach, but I learned a lot from coaching him, and some things to do and some things not to yep. do. Yep. And he said, uh, second son really benefited from that. And is that – you yeah. learned a lot from, from coaching Ben. Absolutely. We talk about, you know, again, I try not to as hard as we can, try not to talk about it right after practice, right after a game, whatever. Like, it's, it's about having fun right now and competing and, and getting your skills better. I think the best part for me is, though, having being the head coach at the high school and then having your, having your sons play is those groups just get better. Yes. Because uh, it might sound arrogant, but there's better coaching happening because I know, I know what the end result is. I know what it takes to get there. And so those groups have all really been fun to work with because it's all his buddies and those families have really bought into being being basketball families and so it's great. This is a high school basketball show and I don't mean to make it a Dr. Phil show, but yeah. it's really interesting to me and, and and I get a lot of response on stuff like this. When you stepped back from coaching Ben and going to Bryce, was that something that you had planned? Or was it okay? Now it's time for him to hear another voice is the perfect time for me to move. Uh yeah, definitely. I think it was it was a plan. You can't for me, I, I'm a loud, I'm an excitable guy. 
So second, third, fourth, fifth, like that's four years. That's right. a long time. It is. And you don't want that to wear on your relationship. Like I always joke, and maybe this isn't for airtime, but I want to be able to have beers with these guys when we're 25. Yes. And I don't want them to hate me because I coach them in youth sports. So, and I've talked about this book a ton, and there are people listening, rolling their eyes. They go, there he goes again. But um, Coach Tank wrote a book called Coaching Our yep, Sons. It's right next to my bed. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? I learned so much. And, and Bryce, I'm going to tell you this, that when I read it when I was coaching my son, and what I realized from that book was once we got to the kitchen table, I was now his father. So after games, if he didn't play well, he would try to jump in my wife, his mom's car, and beat me to the kitchen table because once we got there, I couldn't talk basketball with him anymore. I had to talk about, you know, schoolwork and, you know, girls and all that stuff, that father-son stuff. He's not talking to you about that stuff yet. You're only <laughs> six. Great. You don't even look at girls. You just want to shoot baskets, right? Hey, your favorite part of the game. Like, are you what, what position right now are you playing, or do you play them all? Play ball. Yeah. Do, do you like? Uh, are you more of a defensive player? Do you like shooting the ball a little bit, like shooting. like the, like the best your family has been known for? Yeah. You get. Uh, you don't just walk out on the court and start shooting threes right away, do you? No. No, that a boy, because daddy taught you better than that, right? Are you a big? Uh, you, you come to all his uh, the games here at Kettle Moran. You're a big fan. Yeah. How do you think they're going to do this year? Pretty good. Yeah, they're, they're, they're picked second in a really good basketball conference. Coach, how are you feeling first weekend? Um, feeling pretty good about where you guys are at? Yeah, again, I'm, I'm a pretty lucky guy. This is, this is going on a lot of years where I can say the same thing about it's fun going to practice. I got a great group of guys with tons of energy. Um, you know, the faces are different every year, but uh, over 15 years being here, we've kind of built a culture of, of what it means to be a laser and, and they work hard. They work hard in the off season. They, you know, we, we try to do everything as well as you can the right way. And again, so they, they new faces in front of me this year, new group. And I love what we have. I don't know what it's going to end up being, but I do know that between our staff and our players, we're going to work real hard and, and uh, you know, try to keep us up at the top of that conference. Coach, you've been, this is your 13th year here? Uh, 15th. 15th, year. yep. We've got to get, uh, uh, exactly, gotta get yeah. Mark Miller Actually, well, it's that. unique because my younger one, I took one year off. So I've been here 15. I've coached 14 of them. I took a year off, uh, which would have been nine years ago. Um, nine years ago, we had three. We had three kids under four years old, and I thought it's more important to me than uh, – it's more important to be home at that, that year than I had an assistant who stepped up big time. Hey, when, um, when you started 15 years ago, the difference between you as a head coach now compared to then – what, what, how, how much of a difference? This is actually something that I've realized over the last few years. I really wanted to have guys be like me and play like me and, and care about things that I cared about. And now, for me, I'm just trying to make sure that, like, we're trying to bring out the best in every kid. They're not going to play like me. They're not going to want to do the same things I did as a player. And that's been, to me, the maturation process is to be from being a, a former player who coaches to being a coach who used to play. Like, I really, like, it's 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 been a big change for me because i realized not everybody had the same upbringing not everybody cares about certain things the way i cared about them when when you made that transition because because i would think those first three or four years the most difficult part for you would have been why don't you guys play hard the way i played hard exactly you know why don't why don't you guys get after it in the off season the way i did and that's really hard to figure out when you're that young taking a program over like kettle Moran. absolutely yeah so i was 28 29 29 when i took over 28 and uh you know just kind of trying to figure it on the fly i was lucky enough to coach under tom diener i was lucky enough to coach under steve showalter 
Uh, my college coaches were fantastic playing for Lou Henson. So you try to take that stuff, but until you're in that, you know, the, the psychological stuff, the, the being the head coach, the, the year round, how do you how do you get your program to really buy in or how do you not push people so hard so right. that they just say, forget it, I'm just going to go do that, like where there's a finding that balance between all of it. How hard is it for you? Um, so, so you go from coaching 16, 17, 18-year-old boys to then going to, to coach Bryce, you've got to obviously turn it down a notch a little bit, run different drills with these kids than you do with kids at that age. Um, difficult transition to go from um, one one gym to the next to be able to say, okay. Yeah, this, and it's funny. This week it kind of really hit me because we had we have a new freshman coach, so our varsity staff was in with freshmen, and then we had our varsity practice right. after that, so now you're at a new level there. And then I went from varsity practice to sixth grade practice all in one night. And it's fun. It's fun. But also with that is you have to have great assistance in all those. Right. You, and at the sixth grade level, like, they have to be able to tell me, like, tone it down a little bit. Right. Um, but I've coached those guys long enough to know, like, they know that if I'm getting on them, I'm just I'm working on small little it's – it's the skill stuff. It's never the intensity with the young guys. Right. They always play hard. Yeah. It's the little skill stuff that I know if we can teach this now – we're not dealing with this when you're freshman. We're not dealing with it. so you do have to you have to take a breath. Um, my assistants have been really good. Sometimes I told them I said three times this year I'm going to text you about 15 minutes before the practice and say here's the practice plan. I cannot be there tonight because I need to just be home and right. chill and take a break because I know what I'm coming into practice with and and it's not good for these kids. Your, your wife's first name? Stacy. Stacy is uh, and I've met her because is she here today? I've seen her here yeah. Yeah, each yep, year. She, yeah. And. Um, I, and I say this, but I truly believe that there's a special place in heaven for coaches' wives. Absolutely. Now, she's not only has, you know, you as a varsity coach, now you're running, you're at freshman practice, you're yeah. coaching Bryce, you're talking, you're seeing Ben play, you're seeing your oldest son. So she's, she has to be a basketball mom yep. and be able to be that buffer between your team and you, yeah. your sons and you, and uh, she does a good job, yeah. man. And I think – as all coaches do, they get they get tunnel vision when this thing starts going, and I think for me the favorite thing that about her it, it stinks at the time, but like she's not just going to be like all right you go do whatever like she still has needs as a wife needs as a mom needs as a as a household like right. she she's willing to put me in check which I know I need because yeah. I can get tunnel vision more than anybody when it comes to hoop season and it as you know it doesn't stop like this is more intense than the off season but it doesn't ever really stop never um, and we we do get to take some time away but. Um, one thing I would say, and I don't know how much time we have here, but I think Bryce would probably admit this too, is, is one of my things, if we're talking about like coaching your sons, he knows that I'm really hard on him in practice. Yeah. But games are about, have, like, that's your, that's your time to shine. Go like, have fun. You know, like, we, 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 try to, we try to be very aware of that. Like, I'm going to get you in on practice. I'm going to be on you, just like our players, varsity players. The time to really, really coach is in practice. And yeah. if, if it was my Super Bowl, that's the nice thing I have too, I'll say that on a Sunday afternoon in league or a Sunday night or a tournament or a Saturday tournament, that's not my Super Bowl. I know there's a bigger picture in all this. Correct. And I coach against guys who don't have that, and it's I don't blame them because if I didn't have a Super Bowl like I do on Friday nights for varsity basketball, yeah. I think I would be a different way as a coach, um, even though I, could, I still crank it up. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I bet. <laughs> hey, we got to get to a break, and Perfect. we didn't have time to talk about this year's team. Yeah. But you guys are in uh, Mark Miller's book, which is the Bible for yeah. us guys, pick second behind Arrowhead. Talks a lot about Nolan, the six seven kid coming back. You guys uh, lost Who, a couple of Who's out for the year, by the way? <laughs> he's out for the year. He's out for the year, shoulder surgery. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't think one. he was out for the year. I yeah, thought he's, he's done. out. He's done. It's just sad for him to end a career that way. But um, 
What, I, I, you know what? And I was told that he might have been back after the first year, so that's why I apologize. He was supposed to be, but he just two weeks he had another surgery, which is actually, I think, more intrusive than his first surgery on his oh, shoulder. Man. So, but, you know, we got guys that will step up, um, you know, and we're lucky to be in the state of Wisconsin where the Packers have been next man up for so long that you can kind of preach it and, that's what and, you do. and see it. So, Hey, Bryce, thank you very much for, for you did not want to sit next to me and do this, and I really <laughs> appreciate you, you doing this. Look, in your career for a long time, you're going to be asked – to sit down and, and, and put a headset on and, and, and talk. So, you know what? You did it now. You're through it. For next time, you just start talking, and, uh, and you did awfully good today. It's nice to see you. Coach, thank you very much for having us again. Uh, we come on out. Kettle Moraine, it goes all day. In fact, the last games tip off at uh, 3 o'clock, so you get a bunch of time to come out here and, uh, and see some basketball. It's 5 bucks to get in. It's the 14th annual Kettle Moraine Tip-Off Classic. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern live at Kettle Moraine High School. It's the 14th annual Kettle Moraine Tip-Off Classic. 40 teams out here. Cost you $5. There's six courts going on. And uh, I'll tell you what, if you've been looking for some high school basketball, this is the place to be today. Come on out. they got a great concession stand. And uh, Brad Bester, his team, and the people here at Kettle Moraine treat you really well. You can walk between six different courts and watch teams like Brown Deer and Muskego and, and uh, Madison East team from Hudson is here, Nicolay is here, Milwaukee Hamilton, Milwaukee Washington, my alma mater, Messmer High School is here, Kimberly had just talked to Lucky Wirtz, just some really good basketball being played, and we are now joined by one of my favorite, I, I am a big fan of his, and he knows this, because I've told it to him a lot, I, man, what, I coached against him when he was in grade school, I watched him play in high school, and I coached against him for a long time, and then he took a year off, he got into doing what I do here, and uh, decided it was time to come back. And uh, one year away, correct, Jose? Correct. One year away, the head basketball coach at Brown Deer High School, Jose Winston. How's it feel getting back in the gym? Good? Tiring. Yeah? You're tired? Um, <clears throat> you don't have to make that drive to Kenosha anymore. Yeah, man. I'm literally five minutes down the road to get home. So it's great. I'm working with a lot of uh, great young men. I'm, uh, the thing I'm most proud about. Uh, about this Brown Deer group I got is that uh, our average grade point is above a 3.2. Man. So those guys are not only athletes, but they're student athletes. So that's the one thing that I'm, I'm very, very proud of. Hey, Coach, I, I took a job one time down in Chicago. I was a general manager for an indoor soccer team in Chicago, and I just made the drive. And I just got my, my mindset, and I just did it every day. And then I took a job for the Milwaukee Rampage where I had to go to 76 and Good Hope and I never realized how much I hated doing that drive though I loved the people down there until all of a sudden I was five minutes away big difference absolutely I, I think sometimes you're you're caught up in the moment so you don't really think about you know the commitment that that takes each and every day to try to drive those distance like you said before uh, just awesome awesome people down there, but uh, I love the people at Brown Deer. I love my coaching staff uh, from top to bottom. My freshman coach, uh, Larry House, who was a phenomenal athlete here throughout the state. Uh, Tyrone Roan, who played 
with me having Walkie Vincent, Man. Uh, Tyree Tucker, Coach Washington, uh, that's been at Brown Deer for over 30 years. It's in the um, Hall of Fame over there. I was able to uh, get a really, really good staff, but they're better men um, than coaches, and that's the biggest thing that, that we're we're proud of. And we've had this conversation, Jose, you and I a lot, and um, that's the part that anytime we've talked about talent or we've talked about your teams, within the first two or three minutes you said, hey, look, let me tell you about my staff, and then let me tell you about the players and, and, and how they've bought in and what good men they are and, and how they take care of their business in the classroom. We've been on the air, me and you, three minutes now, and, and that's what you hit on every time because that's so important to you. This team that you've, you've, you have walked into, uh, Cupboard was not bare. There's some talent at Brown Deer, and, and what a good decision to have you come back and, and be part of this thing. And, and my feeling is you'll be, a, you'll be the head coach at Brown Deer for as long as you want to be. You may retire there at, at one day. Um, but there's some talent in, in a conference, the Woodland East. Uh, looking at Mark Miller's book, they've got Milwaukee Lutheran as the, as the favorite and Brown Deer um, as coming in second in, in, in a conference that is a little bit top-heavy. But man, looking at your schedule, you guys aren't—you didn't shy away from playing anybody, so you'll get—you'll get challenged a lot in in your non-conference games. Well, in the words of our kids, they say they want all the smoke. I don't quite know what that means. I don't either. But they're not running from any action. <laughs> um, and we got to credit uh, Coach Appleby, who yep. done an amazing job at Brown there for many, many years. Um, and then we got to credit the the structure there from Deb Kerr down to uh, Dr. Kelsey Brown, to Tasha Womack, to Joe McGregory, um, to Kelly Lamb. The structure is just strong, man. And that's the one thing that I looked at before I took the job. Uh, how are the people that's higher up, like what do they want? And the one thing they always spoke about is that we want our kids to understand what discipline is. We want our kids to be more than just athletes. We want our kids to be successful when they leave. Uh, Brown Deer High School and always come back and pay it forward. Jose, I'll tell you what, uh, coaching against you, um, nothing against the kids at St. Joe's. You guys had some great athletes and some good kids and tough kids down there, but the school is smaller. Mm -hmm. And I always felt when we came or you came up by us or we came down by you guys that I, th I thought we had more talent and, and your guys always played so hard and so well. Brown Deer's a different animal. You got It's a bigger school. I think more athletes walking around that have played more basketball than some of the kids that you that you coached at, at St. Joe's. You know, how has that been for you? All of a sudden, you're looking at guys 10, 11, 12 going, man, these kids can play. Well, you got to stay you got to stay honest to who you are. Uh, yeah, we may have more athletes, but that doesn't mean that they understand how to play the game the right way. Right. So we got to teach, man. That's the one thing we get into this game to do. We're teaching, we're teaching, we're teaching. The things we've taught at St. Joe's are the same things that we're teaching here at Brown Deer. We're teaching toughness. We're, we're building a culture of selflessness. We're building a culture of family. We're building a culture of discipline. And that takes a lot of time. So I appreciate Mark Miller picking us number two, but we are a long ways away from being a very good ball, ball team. Hey, Jose, so I'm an old guy. And I told you how much, look, coach gets you, watch you play all of that. These kids nowadays, 15, 16, 17 years old, do they have any idea who, who Jose Winston is, who he was? Uh, I don't know. They I, should. I, they, I, they, they really should look it up. I don't know, but um, I know that any kid on my team 
if I put my staff against me, my staff and I, we can beat any five kids at Brown Deer. There you go. Larry House is still windmilling. Okay, is he really? At 39. Is he really? Yes, he is. Tyrone Roan, you see him. He's a specimen in shape. All I got to do is get the ball over court. I'm a little out of shape, but I'm still smart. Get it over. Get it to Larry. Let Roan do his thing. Can Roan still play? He can still play. He doesn't play as much, but he can still play. He can still hit a jump shot? I don't know if he was ever a consistent no, shooter, he could, but he, he can defend. still defend. There he is. He's taping this right now, smiling at us. He's, he wants to put the shoes on and go out there and defend. Hey, I'm excited. There's, there's an event coming up uh, next week. Next Saturday, Fresh Coast Classic at Brown Deer High School. Um, it starts on Friday night uh, with really good games. And then Saturday, uh, I'm going to come over. Bart Winkler and I have three games. And the first game we have is your first game back. Uh, Brown Deer against Golden Meir at 2 o'clock. And then we've got the Milwaukee Academy of Science girls team against Washington. And then Milwaukee Academy of Science boys against Nicolay. If you've not been in the no- uh, Novak Family Fieldhouse, man, make sure you come over. This event, the Fresh Coast Classic, has been going on a while. It's a great event. And they do a really nice job of highlighting, promoting, celebrating some of these kids from our area. They talk a lot about, you know, furthering their education. They give them opportunities to get involved in a lot of things. But at the end of the day, you know what, these basketball games that they have going on, and there's some really good games, uh, Hamilton against Carmen and Madison against Arrowhead are the early games on Saturday. Uh, but we get a chance to showcase that, that, that facility over at Brown Deer and your first game is against uh, Golden Meyer. Um, how much do you know about Golden Meyer, and how much how much do you put into that first game, or are you just worried about what you guys are doing for that? No, we go all in. Um, the thing about the first game is that, you know, um, being in the game for a while and you've been in the game coaching a while, y- you don't want to overwhelm the young man. Right. So you kind of go in there with kind of vanilla stuff, so you don't have everything in. Right. But you do have the things that you can control discipline you control the 50 50 balls you're going in to knock down more free throws and playing unselfish the thing i know about go to my ear they're long they're athletic and they play really really hard so we're going to have to match their intensity throughout the course of that game and one thing about the novak center i will put that i will put that place up against any place in the country it is unbelievable the taxpayers at brown deer and all the people that chip in there did an amazing job giving these young men an opportunity to have a facility like that. I haven't seen one throughout the state better than the Novak Center. Well, and you've been all over the country, yeah. and I agree with you because I've been there a lot, and, and you got to give the Novak family some credit as well with Steve and Chris and Mike. And, and you know, uh, Mike Novak might not be a Brown Deer every day anymore, but I'll tell you what, he's still a Brown Deer guy, and he was a really good mm-hmm. coach, and his sons were good. I had a chance to give a speech uh, a couple weeks ago, Joe Chapman's, um, his golf uh, tournament or golf uh, fundraiser, and I followed Steve Novak. Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot for that, by the way, right? Mm-hmm. Why, why would I ever follow Novak? But I, I started to speak, and I think he was going to leave, and I said, hold on a second. I have some Novak stories I want to talk about. And he said, maybe I need to get out of here now. I said, the first story is about your brother Chris. Because at the, when I was at Dominican, mm-hmm. I, Ray Nixon, we had a matchup for Steve. We didn't have a good matchup for, for Chris because he was tougher than our kids. He was tougher and he was really good. And I thought that it was hard for him to follow a guy like Steve. 
because he didn't get the credit and, and, and what a good player he was. If you want to come see the Novak Family Fieldhouse at Brown Deer next week, Fresh Coast Classic, welcome Jose back. He only took a year off. I'm glad he's back on the sidelines because that's where he belongs. They open up again 2 o'clock in the Fresh Coast Classic, Brown Deer against Golden My Ear. If you can't get over there, turn on 105.7 FM, the fan, and Bart Winkler and I will have the call of the game. Jose, thank you. Man, well, it's always good to see well, you. Well, again, um, you know you got the best talk radio show in the country. My disappointment is you try not to have me on very often, and I told you that the first time. <laughs> I, you know, I don't get disappointed with you a lot, but I am disappointed that I only get to come on once in a while. And you know, you come on any day. You don't even have to cut me a check. I'll just come every day, you, every Saturday. Every, every you can, any Saturday from 10 to noon. And if he can still defend, you bring him with you. Because you know what? I want to see him get into a stance and slide his feet is what right. I'm looking for. Jose, thank, thank you. Thank you, man. I appreciate you, You bet. Mike. We're going to get to a break. On this side of the break, we're going to change, and we're going to go over to Slinger Owls. We're going to talk to their coaching staff, one, Kid I coached when he was in sixth grade. He had a mullet, by the way. And, in fact, that guy standing right there, Derek Berger, he played against you in grade school, and you were very nice to him. I just Listen, want you to tell. I don't think that guy gets enough respect. You, you know how hard it was to coach those Dominican teams. People think just because you have a lot of talent oh. that it's easy to coach. But sometimes coaching more talented kids are the most difficult thing you have. Because you got to deal with the parents and everything else that comes behind that. Right. And Derek won multiple championships. He did. But I don't think he get enough cre enough credit for but that. On the court, though, when you guys are little guys, sixth grade, I'll never forget it. You're a Holy Cross. You got your team up fifteen nothing on us, and then stopped shooting. Let us get back into it, and we got it to ten. You got it to twenty. We got to fifteen. You got it to twenty-five, and then you stopped shooting. Got all your kids involved. Now, Derek tried hard, but Derek couldn't stay in front of you. He is Jose Winston, head basketball coach at Brown Deer. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, the Slinger Owls will talk to their staff. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern outside of Kettle Moraine High School. 14th annual Kettle Moraine Tip-Off Classic. Come on out. There's 40 teams playing today. And there's six courts going on. And again, a team from Hudson made the drive. So you certainly could come out. And uh, if you want to see some really good high school basketball, five bucks to get in. Got a great concession stand. And uh, you can see where these teams are a week into practice. And, look, there's some vanilla basketball, I think, being played. But you, you see how tough these guys are. You see what the coaches are trying to get, uh, get going. And, and I can tell you that there's going to be a state champion or two from the teams that are out here today. And a, a team that uh, they took a youth movement last year. And uh, you know what? From my understanding, they looked pretty good in their first games. They're starting to get after it a little bit. The Slinger Owls in a really good basketball conference this year. When you talk about Nicolay and Grafton, Whitefish Bay, Homestead, might be the teams 
uh, that are picked near the top. But now that you look at Slinger and they say, look, this is going to be a vastly improved team. We're now joined by the head coach at Slinger, Alex Levine, and his assistant, or one of his assistants, Derek Berger, who I've known since he was in sixth grade. Uh, let me start with you, Derek. How you been? Family's good? Your mom and dad are good? Family's doing great. Um, everyone's enjoying life. Uh, coaching sixth grade, third grade, helping out with the varsity. Parents are great. Still coming to all the games. Yeah, and, uh, yeah just enjoying it. So a couple years off after uh, coaching uh, at Dominican, and you heard Jose Winston, and I agree with him 100%. The people from the outside say, well, come on, he rolled the ball out. Look at the talent. I, I had a coach, I'm not going to name him, when, when Paul and I were at Dominican, and he said to me more, just once I'd like to have that kind of, uh, those kind of athletes. And I said, be careful, because you see us on Tuesday and Friday, but you don't see the rest of the week. It, it, there are some really difficult things that come with that. And he said, no, no, just once I'd like to do it, and he got it. And he, and he did it for two years, and he's never coached again at, at the high school level. And so it, it, it is a difficult grind. You won a number of state championships in a row and then said, okay, I'm going to walk away for a little while. How was the, that, that, those couple years off for you? It was great. Um, I got a chance to relax a little bit, uh, just kind of go to games, watch, talk to other coaches, really get into the youth with my kids and kind of talk to you and some other coaches who have kids who play basketball and kind of see how they handle that situation as a dad and as a coach right. with the kid. So I wasn't quite sure how that was going to work. Um, reading the book that you suggested and, yeah. you know, with talking to Walsh, I mean, you and a few other coaches, it was very, um, it was obvious, you know, to get back into coach your kids. Yes. I always had that question, like, should I do it? Should yes. I not? No, you should. How am I going to be? And it was probably the best thing that I've ever done is decide to coach my kids and then uh, just kind of spend more time with them, give them the gym, teach them the right way, and to see their progress over the last couple of years has been outstanding. That's awesome. Um, Alex Levin, he is the head coach, second-year head coach, um, following a Hall of Fame guy that I, I – look, I'm a big fan of, of, of what Slinger did. When we were at – when I was at Dominican, we were in the conference with, with Slinger, and, and, and certainly I thought Al did as good a job as anybody. And uh, you took over last year. Can we talk about your background, Coach, because you're a young guy, um, how you made your way to Slinger and where else you, you – where you grew up, where you coached? Yeah, I grew up in uh, Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. Uh, when I was going to – to, to college actually after after that at Whitewater I was commuting and coming back and coaching at Oconomowoc freshman and JV levels and uh, led the youth program so I did that for about four years uh, and it gave me a chance to once I uh, graduated college to step right into the profession um, you know, a lot of great opportunities uh, I worked for a guy named Kurt Melton who's out in Washington now and yep. he, he uh, I th you know he, he's a great mentor uh, but he also supported me and gave me opportunities to learn and uh, you know we all fail a little bit and, and that's good part of, part of the development as a coach yeah it, it, it is and, and I agree with that coach and and the fact that are you in the building at Slinger by the way yeah so I teach fire and health uh, at the high school and uh, I love it that's what I wanted you know teaching teach in the building build relationships with kids and then get to coach them after school well and you look at Slinger and Al have been there a long time mm -hmm. So it's an opportunity in a community that loves its sports. I mean, when you talk about football and you talk about baseball and you talk about the, the three sports I talk most about, yeah. you know, that community in Slinger really has a fondness. We'll come out and support you guys. And it doesn't matter win or lose as long as they feel like your kids are doing it the right way and you as a coach, a good face of the program. And, and you being a young guy, can I talk about last year, your first year as a head coach, correct? Yeah. Um, different than you thought it was going to be a lot more paperwork a lot more phone calls that kind of stuff uh, it's not just about x's and o's when you're the head of the program yeah there's a lot of things that go on you know uh 
We've got a really great staff, and it's really collaborative. I've got guys who are uh, former head coaches on our staff, guys who work hard. Our whole high school staff is involved in our youth program, so it's a collaborative effort. And uh, we all work hard, and at the end of the day, I think we're putting ourselves in a position to, uh, to continue to grow the program and improve it. And, uh, you know, as we move forward here, uh, put it in a position where we're, we're competing for championships and doing things the right way. Well, here's what I'm, I'm a fan of. Um, you know, you've got a guy to my left who has won a number of state championships. And there are some coaches, especially young coaches, that don't ever want assistant coaches that may be better or different or, you know, and, and you're like, absolutely not, man. I want the best coaches I can find sitting next to me because you understand he's not going after your job. As a good assistant coach, and I've been an assistant coach for a really long time, I would still throw myself in front of a bus for Coach Wallersheim, and I never wanted his job. We'd go in the locker room, we'd start screaming at each other, and once we walked out, I was in lockstep with him because it's his program and he's the head coach, and that's the kind of assistance that you have right now. Yeah, guys who have won, guys who had success. If you put yourself around guys like that, then you give yourself a chance to be even better than you, than you are. And uh, it's a group effort. Uh, Derek, Derek takes on a huge role on our staff. Uh, you know, this year he'll coordinate our defense. And uh, anyone who's ever been in the gym and been in a practice with him knows that he's a good coach. And there's a reason that success has followed him where he's been. And I want him on our staff so that success can follow the Slinger Owls as we move forward here. Well, you know, the cool part is you know that uh, his mom and dad will be at every game. <laughs> you know what? They're going to be at every game, so you know for a fact that they're going to be paying the five or six bucks to come you in. You need that money, man. Look, support I, the program. When I coached him in grade school, they were at every game. When he coached at Dominican, they were at every game. When he left Dominican, they were at every game. They were basketball junkies, and that's where he gets it from. Um, really quickly, yeah. let's talk about this year's team. Last year, you guys went young. And you took some lumps. I think uh, six and eighteen total uh, was was your record. But you knew going in, coach, that look, we're going to take some lumps this year, and we're going to get these kids ready to go a year or two years from now. The difference between this group coming in last year, the first week, to this year is what? Yeah, the energy is better. The communication is better. The understanding of how to be successful is better. And that's the framework that we laid last year. You know, we didn't win a lot of games, but and, and that can be challenging and tough, but. That's part of growing up. That's part of getting better. And we bring back eight rotational players and guys who have done stuff in the offseason, lifting weights, being in the gym, being at camps, playing AAU basketball um, in high-quality AAU programs with good AAU coaches. I think we just are scratching the surface still yet at uh, what we could become. But um, the competition is good, and, and I'm, uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, this conference, Derek, I'm going to go to you real quick. This conference, you know, you start with the state champion, Nicolay. And when, he, when you talk to Al Hansen, you go, hey, let's talk about the conference. He, starts, he started with Grafton in the hallway. He said Grafton's got a chance to be really good. And I'm going to have those two coaches on, in fact, at 1130, talk a little bit more about the conference. But first of all, there's some really good coaches in this conference. He also talked about Hartford. He said Hartford's got a chance to be really good with Coach McKenna over there. There's Sean Kreider at, at Homestead. There are some really good coaches in this conference and there's some talent in it as well. It's not a, it's not a football-only conference anymore. There's eight to nine teams that are really good. All the coaches are great. They work hard. They're well-coached. The kids are in the right spot. Talent is everywhere. You can't take a night off. You have to come in prepared, ready every single game. Game plan on the offensive side and the defensive side. And you got to be able to execute because if you don't, you're going to end up on the losing end more often than not. Hey, Coach, I, I haven't been to a game at Slinger in a while. The uh, uh, student section still comes out. The community still comes out and gets after it. 
the the best part about coaching in Slinger is the community support, the student support. It is unrivaled. Uh, really part, uh, proud to be a part of it. And I think, you know, once we start putting a, a really good product on the floor, it's going to be unreal. And I can't wait for those moments. Hey, Coach, when, when we, uh, Paul, I took over at Martin Luther and I joined him, I tell people this, the first game that we had, um, we had nine students uh, at the game. We played Milwaukee School of the Arts. And I do this show every week, and I didn't know they had a team, so shame on me. But we had nine kids. Last year, when we got on that run and started to build and started to build, you had to get there an hour ahead of time to get a place, to get a seat in the student section. And it's, it is amazing. And what's cool is when you start something and you build it and it builds the way you think it's going to, mm-hmm. man, it's, nothing's better than that. And that's going to happen to you. And, and uh, man, I love having a young coach. He, he knows who he's talking about. He's a young guy, though. Every once in a while, you've got to tell him, hey, hold on, young boy. Don't forget. Young guy with an old soul. Really? He's an old man, yeah. That's really good. Hey, last question. Did yeah. you, uh, was your dad a coach, or did you always want to be a coach, or how did this happen? No, just uh, throughout high school, I just had, I had good mentors, and I, I just I wanted to be a teacher, and I, I, I looked at those guys as, as people that I wanted to be like. My, my parents uh, supported me in athletics, but they didn't necessarily know what was going on in terms of the X's and O's. I think that's what allowed me to grow. I just kind of got to learn on my own. And then follow some great mentors along the way. Um, hey, I'm gonna and here out, I am. I'm gonna come out and watch you guys play this year. I got all kinds of time, so you know I, if you, you, love you, need me, you need me to scout something, you just let me know, man. I'm I'm a free bird at this point. So um, thank you so much, Alex. It's nice to meet you, Derek. It's always good to see you. My pleasure. We're gonna get to a break. Other side of the break, we're gonna talk to the head basketball coach at Elkhorn. What a great year they had. We're gonna congratulate him on that, and then talk about this year's team. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGiver, we're live at Kettle Moraine High School. It's the 14th annual Ketamarine tip-off classic. A lot of time, come on out. The last game's tip-off, they go from three to four. And, and all the way through, six courts going on. And again, come on and see teams that are really good. Teams like St. Catharines and um, Skego and Brown Deer and Milwaukee Lutheran and, and uh, Milwaukee South Division is on its way out. And we are now joined by the head basketball coach at Elkhorn. We have not talked before. And I walked right up to him and said, man, I need a couple minutes with you. Uh, Josh, Skatrud. 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 Yeah. I told you I'd mess that up. <laughs> Sixth year coach at Elkhorn. Uh, 73-48 is his uh, record. And they got, man, uh, watching you guys play at the Cole Center last year, coach, that was really impressive. Uh, so congratulations on a great year last year. Oh, thank you very much. It was a lot of fun. We had a, a great group of kids, and we got rolling at the right time and took a little luck, but we'll, uh, we, we loved it. It was a great ride. Hey, your background, can we talk a little bit about where you grew up, where you played, and how you got to Elkhorn? Yeah, I, uh, I played high school at Broadhead High School, which is about a small school, half hour south of Madison. Yep. Um, my coach there was Mike Howard, who doesn't coach anymore. He's in administration, but he very good coach. His dad coached, um, southwest Wisconsin guy. And then I played at UW Parkside for Luke Regal, and I'm sure most people familiar with basketball have heard the Regal name. His dad coached at Wilmot. Um, I was fortunate enough to play there when Luke took over as head coach and really started to turn the program around. Uh, By my last year there, we made the NCAA tournament for the first time in school history, and then 
um, which I'm very proud of to be a part of that team, be. and especially where he's at now with that program and the success he's had. I'm a big fan um, of his, by oh, the way. He, Coach, yeah, huge fan. Great guy, um, very knowledgeable. I learned a lot from him. Um, then I got hired to teach and coach JV boys basketball at Elkhorn, um, and I coached for seven years under John Handel, who uh, had a lot of success as a coach. He um, made several sectional finals, had... I think six conference championships in his time there and uh, learned a lot from him as well and was very lucky to get to coach with him and uh, actually my assistant was his assistant as well and um, uh, Mike Storley uh, very knowledgeable just could very easily be in my shoes and then um, six years ago I was fortunate uh, when John stepped down um, to get the head job and uh, it's kind of been a, a slow climb the first couple of years there were some ups and downs but then we uh, turned it around and obviously last year was kind of a, a climax at the for the program coach the difference between coach and jv and varsity and and being now the head of of the program it's a big transition now you've you've have your templates on how you do things how difficult was it year one and year two for you really hard i think um i, I it's kind of funny going through it in the first scrimmage this morning um, we played some of our younger juniors who are going to be varsity players and a couple sophomores who hadn't played much varsity basketball before and just seeing how fast everything is and how much more physical it is and how the little things matter so much more and um, how if you're, you miss your cut by two feet, somebody's going to steal it or if your spacing is off, you're going to turn the ball over and um, you get away with a lot of that stuff in the JV level and um, coaching that and getting kids to transition into that it, it, it was a little bit of a challenge but luckily um, after getting through some of the early roadblocks we were able to to figure some stuff out and got the right group of kids and were able to turn things around hey coach do, do, do the kids in this uh, this year's team and I and I'm certain that Nick Brown does and some of the other kids but you now have that bullseye on your back and 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 as you know some some teams and some players are really good at being the, the chasers, mm -hmm. like we're going to go chase. But, but them, when, they, when they're being chased, you know, you find out what kids, what, what their yeah. medal is at that point. Because all the teams in the Southern Lake sat home and either came, or sat home and watched you guys play on TV at the Cold Center or came up to watch you guys play and said, okay, that's the team. Now, they don't have you guys um, winning the conference. Mark doesn't. Burlington Wilmot got a number of kids coming back. But that doesn't matter, as you know. What you, the people remember watching you guys play last year on TV at the Cold Center and say, okay, when do we play Elkhorn? Your kids yep. ready for that? I, I, I think so. I hope so. I think that's um, convincing them and getting them to understand that every time we play somebody, that's their game of the year. Yes. It's going to be a it, – it's – something you can't completely know unless you go through it i think luckily the guys we got coming back are, are competitive they're hard workers they they do it the right way and they they didn't settle last year hey we we made it to state and we're just gonna cruise by this year we had um those guys had great summers they put a ton of time in a ton of work in and i i think they're hungry to get back i mean i know we'll be the the hunted yes. but i i know we are just as hungry as we were last year um, to have the same type of success. Coach, I watched you guys play a couple times last year, mm -hmm. and uh, one of them was against St. Catharines mm -hmm. at Pius. And uh, Nick Brown jumped off the, the mm -hmm. court for me. And I thought, my goodness, this kid athletically, you know what, he understands the game. He's, he's a tough kid. And he is committed to go to Parkside. Mm -hmm. And I saw Luke Regal at our golf outing this year. I, I reached out to Luke and said, hey, do you want to come play? He said, yeah. 
And I said, Luke, I think that kid is really good, and I think his best basketball is Absolutely. ahead of him. Uh, you would agree. Mm -hmm. um, is he, he is certainly right now kind of the kid when it comes to your team. Yeah, I think he's definitely going to be the center of attention, especially when other teams um, come to play us. They're going to send double teams at him and try to take him out of the game. Um, but I, I think Nick's ready for it. I mean, I, I laugh. I just remember Nick when he was a freshman. It was his long, gangly freshman, and you could see the potential that was there. Um, he was just rail thin and was kind of really growing into his body, and he is just – He's worked his tail off. He's progressively gotten better. Boys, he got um, hops too. Yeah, and he's, he's Jump out of the gym, springy, right? yeah. and he's he's really put a ton of work in on his game. And you know, I, I give Nick a ton of credit. He uh, he hasn't just been a kid with potential who never reached it. He decided to grind it out and work and turn himself into the player that he could become. Hey, coach, let's talk a little bit about the Southern Lakes Conference. You know, um, in what I do. We talk about it as a football conference at times. Mm -hmm. And then you, last year, getting up the cold side, went, hold on a second, man. I got, I got to reevaluate this. And I apologize for not giving the Southern Lakes Conference more love on the basketball side. <laughs> um, certainly good coaches, you know, um, certainly at Burlington and Wilmont and, and Ostosa Central and Union Grove and Waterford mm -hmm. and Badger, Dell and um, Top heavy a little bit, I think, the conferences. But the teams at the top, are really well coached and good basketball, tough kids. Yeah, um, I, I know Westosha made it to state two years ago. Yes, and they, they did. Um, they always have tough kids who are very talented. I know they brought in a couple new kids as well. Um, we know Burlington's going to be better this year. They, um, Steve's a really good coach, and he's got some pretty talented kids. And we know Wilmot's very explosive offensively. And even the bottom half of our conference, I think, is going to be better. I mean, um, Waterford was really young last year, and their sophomores are going to be juniors. Um, Dave Pettit at Union Grove always gets his kids to execute well, and they're never an easy game. And I know uh, Badger is going to be better. They got some guys back, and Delavan's got a new coach, so you never know what he's going to bring to the table. So I think uh, I think the conference is going to have more depth this year um, than it did last year, because I know last year there were some teams that were that struggled and were really young. Um, so I don't think there's going to be a lot of gimmies this year, which no. isn't the worst thing in the and world. And when you look at, you know, Steve over at Burlington has been there 25 mm -hmm. years. Pettit over at Union Grove has been there 25, yeah. 26 years, yeah. something like that. Um, will you do me a favor. When you talk to those guys, tell them coming on the air with me isn't so bad. I can never get those guys <laughs> to come up and sit with me in studio. Maybe that's the reason I don't show you guys more, more love. Hey, before we go. I loved the, tw the, the twins, the brothers you had, the guards that you had mm -hmm. last year. Where are they now? They are playing at Wisconsin Lutheran. So they decided, Yeah, they decided to go play there together. Watched them, uh, watched them play at UWM uh, last week. That was a lot of fun. I'll tell you what. They, um, they knew exactly where each other were mm -hmm. on the floor, and they could snap on each other once in a while for missing a pass, but don't, <laughs> you better not snap on my brother because I'm going to take a charge on you if you do that. I really enjoyed their toughness. Those are the kind of kids I like watching play. I like coaching. Kids mm -hmm. that don't mind sliding in, taking a charge, going to help on the defensive end, and then make that extra pass. The other thing those kids did was they hit big shots. Mm -hmm. They hit really big shots, and I, I just enjoyed watching those kids play. And I always thought, man, when they were in third, fourth grade on, out on the driveway, mm -hmm. they must have just killed each other. Well, it's those two, I, I always laugh. I say I could have a, I could have had a, a summer league game in August on a Sunday eight hours away, and I could have told them with one day in advance, and they'd have been there an hour before the game ready to play. Um, they love to play. Wow. They love to compete. Uh, they, those two, I... Um, helped turn around our culture in terms of just the competitiveness, competitiveness they brought. And, um, you know, luckily enough, we got some guys this year who 
um, learned from them, but also brought that as well. When you look at a guy like Devin Davey, um, he brings that similar type of competitiveness to practice. And um, I think that, uh, you know, I, we'll, we'll miss those guys, and uh, I wish we had them around. But um, I'm hoping that, you know, part of the legacy they left we can pick up with. Coach, when we talked before you came out in the air, you said, look, we'll be pretty good, I think, in the mm -hmm. beginning, but I think we'll be, we'll be playing our best basketball at the end because we would have now these kids would have played together yep. um i really appreciate your time it's really good to meet you in person yeah. again i watched you guys play and, and was a big fan of the way your kids play so good luck this year yeah thanks for having me i yeah, appreciate it you bet thank you very much uh, josh is the head basketball coach at elkhorn uh let's get to a break on the side of the break we'll continue we are uh, live at kettle moraine high school the 14th annual kettle moraine tip-off classic this is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Some of the best high school basketball in the state is played right here in southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Now with former Marquette High and Concordia University coach David Cooks, here's 105.7 FM The Fans High School Insider. Big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Village High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We're live at Kettle Moraine High School 14th Annual Tip-Off Classic. Before we talk to the head basketball coach at Hudson, we, uh, we're... We're going to talk a little football real quick. I want to. I certainly want to uh, congratulate uh, Brookfield East. I want to congratulate Muskego. Uh, congratulate Catholic Memorial Lake Country Lutheran. And uh, we do a segment called the uh, the biggest loss of the week. Sometimes we give it our best. We compete as hard as we can. We give it one hundred percent and still come up on the losing side. Let's take a look at the toughest loss of the week. Brought to you by Medical Weight Loss and Wellness Clinic. So I got to go back to football on this. And uh, I think the uh, the toughest loss of the week, and I could pick a couple of teams, but um, certainly Wanake, uh losing 31-30 to Brookfield East. They uh, missed an extra point right down the stretch. Um, to take that loss, I want to congratulate Coach Farley and the people over at Brookfield East. That, that whole... Uh, that whole program in that community, uh, what a great win for them. Uh, the Division II state champion, Brookfield East Spartans. And I uh, want to thank our sponsor on that medical weight loss and wellness. You know this uh, journey. I'm on down uh, about 85 pounds now with them and, and, and trying to continue that uh, here throughout the holidays. want to thank everybody at Medical uh, Weight Loss and Wellness for their help. And uh, Brookfield East, a big win, 31-30. Muskego got a good win, 21-10 against Bayport. Um, Menasha was the other one. You know, DeForest uh, scored and went for two right at the end. He got a win, 8-7. to seven. And uh, we've, we had the head coach, Menasha, on uh, for the last few weeks. And, and uh, boy, what a great year for them. But that was uh, a really tough loss as well. So, again, our, our toughest loss of the week uh, would be Wanakee, losing 31-30 to Brookfield, uh, Brookfield East. And uh, football season was a great, uh, it was a great year. We had some really good, uh, exciting games, a lot of good uh, teams. And uh, we are now transitioned fully 
over into basketball. And again, we're out at Kettle Moraine for the 14th annual tip-off classic. And if uh, you've been thinking, man, I can't wait to get out and see some high school basketball, come on out. The games go till 4 o'clock today. It's 5 bucks to get in. they got a great concession stand. And you get to see teams from all over the state. I mean, literally, when I tell you that, I'm not kidding. From all over the state, we are uh, now joined by, I th- they had a drive by far the farthest, head basketball coach at Hudson. He is John Dornf- Dornfeld. Yeah, John, it's good to meet you. Thank you. Nice yeah, to meet you. Too, yeah, Mike. thanks a lot for coming on. The Hudson Raiders, um, third year over there. Uh, Coach, let's talk a little bit about this year's team and, and, and how you feel um, you guys will compete in the Big Rivers Conference. You know, I think that we, we, we've got a young group. We, we graduated eight seniors, um, but I really like the group of guys that we have. We're a little on the younger side, um, maybe lack a little physicality, but we've got some good skilled kids, hard workers. So we feel like we can compete well. Um, it's an up year for the, for the conference. We've got some good returning players, um, Eau Claire North, River Falls, Eau Claire Memorial. Um, kind of top to bottom, there'll be some good teams, but but we feel good. Well, and, and coach, you went twenty and five last year, so you guys have that little bullseye on, on your back. And, and we've talked to uh, I just talked to the head coach at Elkhorn. They got to the state finals last year, and I said, you know that bullseye. He said, oh, we know all about it. Everybody's looking at us in the conference. And certainly in the Big Rivers Conference, when you uh, tie for first uh, with River Falls nine and three in conference, twenty and five overall. Your kids understand that, that especially in the beginning of the year, man, teams are going to be, be gunning for you. Yeah, I think that's the case. Every you know, if you're the returning conference champ, people people would like to, to knock you off. Um, we've got some, you know, we've got some kids that are, are very competitive and very hardworking. Did a did a really good job in the off season. Um, so we feel like we'll be up to the challenge, but uh, we, we've got to show it. You know, coach, I, I this uh, I, I coached for 36 years. My first year retired. And um, when you look at last year's freshman record, 18-0, JV record, 16-5, there are people that aren't inside the building, inside your program, that go, well, they're going to be really good again. The difference between playing freshman basketball and playing varsity basketball is night and day. And you know that, and I know that, and a lot of people within you know what we do know it. But from the outside, people go, well, hold on, the freshmen never lost. Of course they're going to be right. really good. But there's <laughs> such a difference, as, as you yeah. know. Coach, you've been there. This is your third year? Yeah, third year. This is my second time around as head coach. I was also the head coach there in the, in the early to mid-'90s. Welcome so, home. Yeah, no, it's been fun. And I, I assisted for quite a few years there, too. So Big difference. Um, so. It is, it is a big difference, and it's, uh, you know, it is a good time in the program, though. I do like the, you know, the young kids coming up from, uh, from a very young age right now all the way up through the group that we have right now. So we feel like we can continue to be competitive, but so much of it's you know, just uh, gaining experience. Kids continue to work hard. Um, it's, uh, yeah, in fact, uh, one of my assistants is, uh, is one of my former players from the first time around, Jason Swavely. That's and, awesome. Yeah, and I actually assisted him for quite a few years, too, when he was the head coach. Man, so. what was that like? And I know, know. We don't have to turn this into the Dr. Phil <laughs> show, but I love this stuff. What was that like having to do that? You know, it was, it was awesome. So when, uh, when Jason got the head coaching job, um, you know, I knew right away that I, I wanted to stay with him and, and work with him. And, and it was fun watching him grow through the years. He, he ended up running the, running the show for about 10 years and um, did a nice job and had some nice teams. So it was, uh, it was great. And then uh, when, I got the, when I took over as the head coach again three years ago, um, 
of course, Jason's been on board all the time, so he was he was coming with me too. So when he was the head coach, would you hear him saying things that you used to yell at him and now he's using the same lines? Or you know, what? I would, if, you know, probably, and I'd say there's probably a lot of those lines that just about every coach says too, so including you, Mike. Yeah, you bet. Years. No doubt. Hey, um, where did you go then when you left Hudson? Did you go somewhere else? Did you always stay right there? Oh, I was always in Hudson, so this is my 30th year at the high school. Wow, and, good for you. Uh, yeah. You don't I'm hear just, that much anymore, Coach. Good. No, it's, it's a, we, we really like it there, and, you know, it's fun. I'm, I'm coaching. I've got um, two players on this year's team that are sons of former players. Now, you and, don't look old enough <laughs> to have that. John, I have to be honest with you. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Duluth, Minnesota. Okay. So are you now a Packer fan or are you still a Viking fan? Oh, I'm absolutely still a Vikings fan. Huh. <laughs> anyway, so we are not rooting for the Hudson. I'm just kidding, John. You know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm totally kidding. Hey, this conference, we don't get a chance to talk about the Big Rivers Conference uh, too much. But like you talked about, Eau Claire North got a chance to be really good. River Falls, Eau Claire Memorial, Hudson, Chippewa Falls, Menominee, and Rice Lake are the teams in that conference. Um, Rice Lake has had some. They they've had some boys. You're not you're not too sad. Those uh, those Ellington brothers yeah, are gone. Yeah, glad right? there's glad there's no more of them. Get yeah, them they out had, of here. They had a run of uh, really outstanding players, and several of them from the Ellington family. Well, I'll tell you what they. Uh, you like you like it when they're gone, and you can say I coached against them. But look, right. get them out of the conference. <laughs> is it is it more of a football, basketball, baseball? That that conference. What's it known for? No, I think I think we're a strong basketball conference. Um, I think it's a pretty solid overall. I think each, each probably each school has you know their their program that's maybe a, a little bit further ahead at this point. But um, strong conference overall, and I think that you know Eau Claire North has had several teams that have been in the state yep. tournament. And by the way, Dalton Banks is the real deal. He is. I mean that guy. And and what I love about him is is besides just being an explosive athlete and score, he's very unselfish, shares the basketball, and I think any accolades he gets are, are well deserved. Yeah, he was first team all conference last year and yep. uh, had a chance probably to be player of the year this year in your conference. Um, John, thank you very much. I, I really appreciate your time. You know, when we're out here, I just uh, I'll book a couple guys and then every once in a while I'll just go and find somebody. And uh, I, you, you had no idea until you sat down and put this on that I was going to talk to you about Hudson, but a guy who's been there 30 years. How is that, by the way? How is the community? I've been in Hudson a couple of times. I have family that lives in uh, Lake Elmo and, and Brooklyn Park sure. in Minnesota. And um, so we've spent time in Hudson. It's a beautiful part of the state. Um, that, that, that community changed a lot over the 30 years? Yeah, definitely in growth. Uh, when I first started there, our graduating classes were about 300, and now they're about 450. So we, we've grown to a school of about 1,800. Um, what, what do you do in the school, by the way? I'm a school counselor. Good for you. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and, and obviously that area has blown up as far as people moving into the area yeah. um, because there's, you know, you're right across the river from, um, from Minnesota. Yep. And so you can kind of make that, that, that journey if you want. Um, and it's just a really pretty part of the state. I, I appreciate you stopping by. Uh, good luck this year. That, like you said, that conference is going to be a tough conference for everybody involved. And uh, looking at your schedule, you open up on the 30th. Park, Minnesota, they come into you? That's uh, Park Cottage Grove, and they're going yep. to be in Hudson. So they're coming from just across the river. Um, and then we head over, we make the long drive to Wisconsin Rapids and then right back with River Falls that Friday. So you just we'll get hit after the ground it. running. Yep. You get after it. Hey, um, how does the school community, they come out and support you guys pretty well? Yeah, you know, I think it's like any other team that uh, the more games you win, the more people want to come out and take a look. 
Um, so we had we had very very good support last year, and I think you know in the past the years that we've had our better teams, um, they support. There's a, there there are a lot of there are a lot of alternate things that people can be doing oh, between what's going on in the Twin Cities and the other sports teams. But yeah, it's a it's a it's a good place to to live and play basketball. It's a big uh, um, outdoor place too i mean they, yeah. they you know the ice fishing and snowmobile and all that's big in hudson john thank you so much really nice to meet you, you bet. i appreciate, I appreciate it, that uh let's get you a break other side of the break the head basketball coach at st Catharines is going to join us i look forward to that and uh, we will do that on the other side of the break this is the wendy's varsity blitz high school basketball coaching show presented by your local pick and save stores on sports radio 105.7 fm the fan Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern live at Catamarine High School for the 14th annual Catamarine Tip-Off Classic. And uh, my next two guests right now, uh, two guys from St. Catharines that got a ton of respect for, uh, coached against Coach Bennett here the last few years uh, when I was at Greendale Martin Luther and one of the best juniors in the state of Wisconsin, Therese Hunter, is joining us. He was uh, in studio with me last year, and it's amazing. Thicker, stronger, older. Um, he grew over the summer, I can tell you that. Uh, Nick, let me start with you. Um, it's good to see you again. Obviously, basketball season, here we go again. When, when you're out here, for me, I'm retired, so I could be a fan of anybody. Um, I really appreciate the hard work you do at St. Catharines. You know the kind of respect that we had at Martin Luther for you and your program. It's it's a fun league. Um, oh, sorry about that. There we go. You can tell I'm not used to it. Excuse no, me. No, that's all right. Doing great. Uh, you know, it's a really fun league. Uh, it, it, it was great. We had a lot of fun games uh, against you guys, Dominican, uh, Prairie School the last few years. It's a really fun small school uh, league. There's, there's so many talented players, and the other thing that we mix in with it, there's so many good coaches, you know. Whether you're talking about Paul or Jim, uh, there, there's just so many good coaches. Um, you have to be ready every night, and uh, it's been a lot of fun the past few years. You know, it's funny you said that because talking to Jimmy Guys when he first took the job, he said, look, I'm going from Division One to Division Three. He said, okay, I thought it would be a 20-year win each year. He said, what I didn't realize is there's such good basketball being played in that conference. And when you think about guys like Paul and Jeff Christensen's been around for a really long time, sure. you know, Kyle Scott – I think he's one of the best coaches in that conference. He might not have the horses that some of us had, but I think Kyle Scott at Catholic uh, Central is a really good coach. Jimmy Guys and, and his staff over there. Paul Strutz has been at, at Shoreland for a long time. John Hoke, he runs great stuff at, at, at Thomas Moore. And so it's night after night, and certainly you talked about the Prairie School. Jason does as good a job as anybody. Yep. I didn't think they were going to be all that competitive last year, and they were really competitive. They were a really good team. And, and you have to – look, it, it's a cliche to say you've got to be ready to go every night. But Brandon Morris and St. Joe's, they're going to start five sophomores this year. That's a great – yeah. I, you know, part of high school is the hand that you're dealt. You know, you don't get to re recruit your guys in. So part of it is just who's at your school and what do you have to work with. And uh, uh, truly, I, I, every night in and out of our league, you know, the, the, the coaches have their guys ready. You know they're going to be playing hard. You know that they're going to. Uh, run good stuff and you know that they're going to get after you so from that standpoint i love it because it gets our guys uh, better night in and night out yeah i i agree we were also joined by one of the best guards in the state of wisconsin 
I can tell you that right now because I coached against him. And uh, there's no doubt in my mind when I tell you that. He's Tyrese Hunter. He's a junior at St. Catharines. Tyrese, good to see you again. How you been? Good, too. Yeah, Appreciate I'm good. Man, it, yeah, it was uh, – I know it was a disappointment for you last year. We had three games against you guys. We beat you by three. You beat us by one. And then in the sectional semifinals down at, at – uh, um, at Racine Prairie, we got a chance to, to beat you guys and then move on and won a state championship. And I think the difference was we, we had a lot of seniors. Uh-huh. We had senior guards. We had senior bigs. We, had, we, we started, I think, four seniors and then two more that came in off the bench. And I can tell you that our guys from last year said, man, you understand next year and maybe the year after, St. Catharines has to represent our conference if it's not going to be Martin Luther and Dominicans right there. There's a number of teams that are going to be nipping at your heels, but you guys are, are set. And Nick Bennett hates me saying this, but you guys have a chance to take that next step, I think. Right. Right. So um, we just, you know, just taking it day by day with um, practices and days. And, you know, we got a lot of veteran guys back this year, so – Thinking of last year, just starting the games with not enough energy and sometimes like that when it comes to the hype game. So this year, we're going to take it day by day, practice by practice. Hey, can I, t- can I ask you about the, this team that we had last year, Martin Luther? I know you guys had a lot of respect for it. Our guys had a lot of respect for you. And th- those were really well-fought games. Uh, our two senior guards with, with Trey Kwan and A7s, uh, those were tough guys to play against, right? Right, right. Yeah, they were tough, like... I would say myself, that's one of the best backcourts in Wisconsin. Like, they come out every day intensity. You know, they're playing hard. So that was just hard guarding them coming into the game, thinking like, okay, they're going to come out with the same mentality. Who's going to play harder? Right. Man, you have no idea how much time we spent trying to figure out how to stop you and, and, and Cafferty and the rest of the boys from St. Catharines. We, we had t- just a ton of respect for the way you guys play the game and how tough-minded you are. And then going to St. Catharines is always a nightmare. You know, going to your gym is, you know what, that's a tough, difficult place uh, to play. Hey, Coach, uh, these guys, for you personally, do you believe they've taken that step in the offseason to getting better? And, and the forecast from Mark Miller, I know you hate those, but the fact that he's got you guys right now forecasted to, to, to uh, t- win that conference, you know, with Dominican second, Prairie School third, Martin Luther, and then Catholic Central, these kids, um, they don't read this stuff. The offseason, they got after it, and they're ready to go? Yeah, the, the forecast, I haven't heard the, the, the you know, preseason things are, are something to talk about. We don't discuss them. Everyone is zero and zero. Everyone has the same amount of practice time. And the one thing that we always preach is everyone has the same opportunity. We have an opportunity uh, to get after it. We have an opportunity to play a game that we love. Um, our staff has an opportunity to coach the game that we enjoy. So from that standpoint, um, whatever people are preseason picked, um, I don't remember any preseason stuff from last year, so it doesn't matter. You guys held the gold ball at the end of the year, and that's really all that matters. Um, we have a group that works very hard in the offseason. We have a lot of guys that are dedicated to the game, Tyrese, Kamari, Man. Lambert, Sabali. We have, a, we have a group of kids that do care about the game. Um, so from that standpoint, it makes my job easier because, as you know, in the offseason, we don't get to work with them. Right. But I know we have guys that they, they care about the game. They're working on their bodies. They're... Um, they're trying to stay in shape and, and improve their skills. Hey, Tyrese, last year you had a, a kid who was a four-year varsity player in, in Cafferty in the middle, and, and, and Stevens just could, t- could hit shots from, from the parking lot. 
So this year's team is going to transition a little bit, a little bit different where, you know what, you're not going to have that steady influence in the middle with Cafferty, who's one of the smartest players that I've ever coached against. He just really understood the game. So this team, are you looking to maybe go upbeat a little bit more, get the ball down the floor? What, what, what's your vision on, on the kind of play that St. Catherine is going to play this year? I mean, losing Catherine, Kath, uh, Quinn is yeah. just like um, we're kind of more smaller this year, so we're going to be playing like kind of faster, you know. So just we got a lot of veteran guys too still. We yeah, got you juniors, do. seniors, so we're full of that, so. Did, hey, did Isaiah Dodd come out this year? Yeah, Isaiah came out this year. Yeah, I saw him on the football. So I did the uh, sideline reporter for the Thursday night high school football game of the week, and they beat uh, Martin Luther. And he was our player of the game. And I said, hey, nobody was happier than me that you decided as a junior not to play. And he goes, well, I'm back this year. I said, I don't care. I'm retired. I, I, he's a good basketball player, a good leader, and a really tough kid that's going to help. You're already, I think, one of the best backcourts um, in, in, in certainly this area in the, in the conference, if not throughout the state. And you add him to the mix, and uh, and that's going to help you guys out even more. Hey, Coach, when when the difference between last year's team and this year's team, is, as Therese talked about, as Tyrese talked about, without Cafferty, that's a big loss. That kid was been around a long time, and, and it felt like he was in that conference for about eight years, and, and uh, that you're going you're gonna to miss him for sure. We're, we're for sure going to miss our seniors. They were good kids. They were good leaders. Um, they set a tone. You know, We were happy that we were able to split uh, for the conference championship with you guys last year. But I like I said, last year's done. We're, we're definitely going to be a different style this year. Uh, bread and butter is still going to be our man-to-man uh, defense. We're still going to be a motion-oriented offense. I would say motion fits your personnel. We will be uh, smaller, hopefully a little quicker, hopefully a little bit better ball movement and whatnot. But, um, you know, our, our, our tone was set with those guys. So we're yeah. definitely going to miss Quinn's toughness, his rebounding. Um, we're definitely going to miss his Aryan shot-making ability. Uh, he got a lot of steals. Uh, but at the same time, um, I'm excited about the group that we have. We have more than enough things to work on, uh, things to tinker with. But, um, um, you know, after one week, we're already in this gym playing other opponents. So the season comes at you fast. You know, you had told me, I said, hey, can you come out? And you said, look, if I'm not yelling about them to play better defense, I'll come out. Um, th- this first runaround where you're playing against teams in different colored jerseys, how did that go for you? It, it, it's a process. We're mixing different lineups. Um, it, definitely wasn't, it definitely wasn't as energetic as I would have liked to see. Um, I, I always tell our guys, if, if you guys, if the hardest you play all week is against an opponent, uh, against yourselves in practice, well, what the heck were we doing? Right. Um, so I know it's early, I know it's a Saturday, but uh, I'm not really interested in excuses. I'm more result oriented. So we got more than enough things to work on. Um, we're tinkering, tinkering with our lineups. We're tinkering with, you know, who fits in where. Um, like I said, we're going to be smaller, so we're figuring out, you know, can we get by with this lineup if we're a little smaller? Who's going to still help us rebound? So, right. Really, for a lot of veterans, we're still looking at a lot of different things and who fits in where. Hey, thank you very much for stopping by. Tyrese, you know what a fan I am. Um, It was such a a, a pleasure to coach against you the last couple of years. And when people ask me about you, I say, look, I've I've got a chance to meet this young man a couple of times. And he's a really good basketball player, but he's a better kid. And he takes care of his business in the classroom, in the community. And he's a really good ambassador for Coach Bennett and Racine St. Catharines. I look forward to watching you play. Good luck this year. Appreciate it. Man, it's good to see you. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, got a couple of coaches joining me. 
And uh, I'm looking forward to talking to the head coach at Nicolay, and I think the head coach at Grafton was going to join us as well. But if not, I see Alan Hansen in front of me. We will talk some Nicolay basketball. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaching Show presented, as always, by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern, we are live at Catamarine High School for the 14th annual Catamarine Tip-Off Classic. You know, these, uh, these coaches and these teams started practice on Monday. They get uh, five days to put something in, and now they get to play against some other teams. And I have to tell you, each coach had a sat down with me. I said, how'd you guys do? It's a work in progress. We got to get better defensively. We're horrible on the boards. You know, so everybody's got something. And these two guys next to me now, known both of them for a long time, head coaches in the North Shore Conference. One is the head coach at Grafton that uh, I've had on my show all the way back when he was at Kenosha Bradford. And he's just one of the good guys in this game. He is uh, Damon James. How are you? Great. How it's good to see you. Good yeah. to see you, too. You look the same. Thank bro. you. Yeah, Thank you. exactly the same you did at uh, Bradford. How long ago was that, by the way? Oh, long time. That was a long time. A long That's time. almost I, 10 years ago. I see your kids, and they're all grown up now. I know. They keep that, me young. That's scary, isn't it? It is. That is scary for sure. Also joined by the head basketball coach at Nicolet. They are defending state champion. Defending state champion Nicolet Knights. That sounds good, doesn't it? It feels good. But that was just last year. Now, this year, it's a whole different story. We are talking, Alan, before. He said, look, it's, it, we won it last year, and we're going to be – people are going to be taking a look, and, and, and we're going to have a bullseye on our back, and we're going to be a little different. We're younger this year. Some of those guys that led us to a state championship have moved on, and we still got a nice core of athletes, but we'll be better at the end of the year than we are at the beginning. Absolutely. Um, we got a lot of young guys who we're bringing in, um, not as experienced um, – but we got a, a few juniors who um, contributed to the state championship run, so they know what it's like to be um, at the top. So we'll be leaning on those guys to, to lead us and get us ready. Hey, Coach, and, and this is uh, – I don't want to turn this into a Dr. Phil segment either, but your feeling on the, t- on the kids that, that, that moved on, I, I don't know how that's never happened to me as a coach – were you happy for them that, okay, it's time maybe for you guys to move? Did you think maybe if they would have stayed one more year in high school and then gone? I, I don't know that feeling, so I'm asking, is, is it a good thing for those kids? Would it be better? to? St- I, I don't know that. Like, were they mature enough to go? Absolutely. I think for those guys, you always, whenever you're coaching and coaching, you want to prepare kids for what's next. Yes. And um, once you put – once you – prepare them you want to move them on and, and have them reach their ultimate goal and their aspirations did so. you, would you have conversations with them did they talk to you about it or did they just say coach i think it's time for me to go absolutely i mean i encourage them to, to go um whatever is going to prepare them for the next level and for them to achieve yeah. their dreams um the reason i coach is to help guys achieve their dreams so um if you have an opportunity to be a part of it and prepare them for the next step then by all means, you have to do it. The most impressive part for me watching your team last year, and, and obviously you had a really good team and athletes and high flyers, and I watched, because I've coached for a long time, I watched the bench. And I watched kids that, and I'm looking at the roster, and these are seniors 
Alan, that, that aren't getting a ton of time, that, are, that they've got the towels and they're waving, they're high-fiving kids, and they're the ones getting after it. And then when the start, you get up by 20 or something, and then these kids would get a chance to play. The starters are waving the towels, and they're high-fiving and going. And I thought, okay, here's a group of kids that like hanging out. This is a group of kids that like playing basketball together. Did I read that right? Absolutely. That group last year, they were they was a special group. They were a brotherhood. They were together on the court and off the court. So, I mean, they're still in touch to this day. And it was probably one of the best groups I've been around as a coach and as a player as well. They were just a bunch of selfless guys who – really wanted to see each other succeed. And, and, and I'm going to get to grass basketball in a second, but the other part about that, you had a lot of seniors on the team, and you don't see that anymore. You don't see, you don't look at rosters and see seven, eight, nine seniors. If they're not going to be starting and they're not going to be getting the ball and taking a lot of shots, a lot of kids go, I'm not putting that kind of time and sweat equity into the program if I'm not going to be the guy. Martin Luther, we had a ton of seniors last year and won a state championship. You guys had a ton of seniors last year that said, no, I just want to be part of this thing. Absolutely. Those guys, I mean, like we talk about a brotherhood um, off the court and on the court, those guys were genuinely excited for each other's success, whether it was a, a sophomore, junior, or senior. They all looked at each other as the same. So um, they worked extremely hard, and they all had one common goal in mind. So they achieved that. And you did achieve it. So I talk to people now, Coach. I talk Grafton basketball. People are talking to me about it. Yeah. You know, a few years ago, I came to you and we talked and you said, look, we're going to take our lumps. We're going to go young and, and it's going to be a transition. And I've got this program and I've got this progress that I think we're going to be able to be on. And you were right. Took some lumps last year, starting to get pretty competitive. Got a chance to be pretty good, I think, this year. Yeah, yeah. That, that started three years ago when yep. we went young with a lot of freshmen and sophomores after a big class that had graduated that prior year. And it was just building the blocks you know, to, to, to this foundation that we wanted to have. And hopefully we want this year a lot, a lot more success and yeah. keep it going upwards. You, uh, you like the Grafton community, the, the uh, administration. Um, I, I know that you said, look, they, they're behind me. They understand what we're trying to accomplish and how we're trying to get there. Uh, they're going to have to have some patience, and they have. Yeah. And um, the youth program at Grafton is, is doing really well. And this team, you know, you've got some kids back. Is that one kid healthy? Is he really uh, – is it uh, Brock? Brock yeah, Hefner, he's yeah. ready to go. Yep, he's ready to go. Yeah, yep. How good is he? Uh, he that he, he's got a lot of potential. He's the right kid, now. right? Yeah. yeah, he's sitting over there eating the popcorn right now. Eating so. popcorn. <laughs> yeah, you, no, he, he's coming back. We expect a lot from him. Yeah, what, what yeah. happened with him? What was his injury? Uh, he? Just some, he's just growing too fast for his body. Really? You know, so. He's 6'7, six, 6'6, seven, six, six, something yeah, like that. Long arms. Can so. he shoot a little bit? A little bit. He can't, he can't post you up, though, right? No, nah, none of them. None I, of I them. give them all buckets. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> none of them. Look, Alan's laughing because you nobody, too. Nobody can, nobody can take him either. Hey, coach, did um, this group, how much in the offseason? Because they understand, right? They understand Grafton basketball. This has been this progress. And you're in a really good basketball conference. When you're talking about coaches like Alan Hansen and Sean Kreider and McKenna over at, at Hartford and some of those guys, they have to do the work in the offseason. Mm-hmm. You feel good about what they've done in the offseason? No question. One of the big things we do is it, we got to get better fundamentally with our, with our skill, uh, bigger, stronger, faster in the weight room. Uh, that's the foundation. That's the building blocks. And the guys do a great job of that. And that's important. You know, when you, when you talk about the conference, you start with the guy sitting to my right right now, right? Nicolay, mm-hmm. I mean, he was state champion. 
They're the team that, that, that you know, won that conference handily last year. Um, do, do you look at, at Nicolet different now? Is that that's the level you want to get to, right? And, and to get there, you've got to beat teams like Nicolet. Well, we don't look at them differently. They're, they're the reigning conference champions. And so, well, they're, know, they're the team yeah, to beat. For sure. No question. They still got guys that are, uh, you know, mid to high major guys. And, um, you know, people have to understand that as well. But we're just trying to do our part, you know, get better every single day. Do your kids feel that? I mean, they, they know, right? There's no doubt after you bring the gold ball home that other teams go right to their schedule and say, when do we play Nicolette? If they don't know, they'll find out very soon. They're going to know um, quick, aren't they? They're going to learn very, very quick what it's like. You guys start uh, at Whitefish Bay's your first game. Is that correct? Or? Actually, we, um, we're in the Fresh Coast. That's right. I've, we've got your game. Yeah, we're there. I believe it's next Saturday. We play uh, MAS, who is really really talented team in fact we're doing that game live okay. um at 6 15 yeah. uh, from the novak family field house uh the the fresh coast classic we're going to be doing three games if you can't get over there in person um it's a really good event but if you can't at two o'clock we're going to be calling uh, bart bart winkler and i'll be doing the brown deer golden Meyer game on the boys side and then milwaukee academy of science girls against washington girls and then Milwaukee Academy of Science against Nicolet at 615. How, how far along are you compared to where, you know, last year, look, you, you, your kids were well-developed, understood what you were looking for. Now it's a younger group. Back to being able to have to teach basically drills and get after it on what you're looking for in shell drills and all the things you're looking for. Do you enjoy that process? Absolutely. I mean, that's the reason you're in it to, you know, every year is different. You got to start and each team is different. So we approach this year from square one, um, even though we, we're turning a few guys. But you still approach every year starting with a new group and trying to figure out how well they mesh together and what their strengths are and what some of their weaknesses are and kind of have a different approach. But I'm excited, and that's the reason, you know, we looked forward to coaching so much. Hey, I don't need to know who it was, but did I hear you when you were walking over here say you played against a zone in this thing today? I don't need to know who it is, but yes? Uh, you, you saw a zone here? It, it looked like it. Or, or maybe, see, what, maybe it was just. He's a nicer man than I am because I'm retired. I can say whatever I want now, Coach yeah, Hanson. Maybe it was just if a spread out. You're coming man. out here. You know what? You're going to see almost 100% man to man. I I don't know about playing a zone and something like this, but that's each coach has to do what they have to do. Um, your kids at, at, at Grafton, um, Coach, when, when you talk about experience and balance and shooting post, the difference between this group now who has been through the war with you mm -hmm. and understand what, what it takes to play at that level, your practices, especially in the beginning, you're different than they were two years ago for yeah, sure, right? Yeah, me and my assistant were talking about it. You know, we've been pleased the first five days. It seems like, you know, training camp, guys have an awareness of where to be, um, how it's supposed to be at a high level. We just got to clean up some of the, the details, but it's been a um, pleasant surprise. Hey, you guys, you start, is your first game against Cedarburg at home December 3rd? Yep, first so game. So you, you, you hold off a little bit. There are other teams that will play next week. Um, you wait till December 3rd against Cedarburg and then at home against West Bend East. How is that community Grafted Ben, I know that they, they really support their football program yep. and they support the basketball program as well. I think it's coming around. Yeah. yeah I think they know that we've been trying to build it, you know, and uh, especially with the youth kids, so I think it's coming around. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because, and I told this story a couple of times, that first game when we were at Martin Luther, uh, they had won two games in three years, something like that, and mm -hmm. the first game we had nine students show up mm -hmm. to the game. Nine. Last year, 
you, you, to get in the student section, you get there an hour ahead of time. And you know what? Kids get excited about it. Yep. They, want to be, they want to be a part of what, what that is. And I, we played Milwaukee School of the Arts, who, who's here out here tonight, today, mm-hmm. in this, uh, in this uh, showcase classic. I didn't know they had a team. Alan and we you know I'm like who are we playing who and I do this every week right and we had nine kids show up and then all of a sudden it started to build and you saw it last year I'm sure you know when 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 all of a sudden you guys Nick Lay everybody's talking Nick Lay good and bad and we had that conversation so there's some some haters out there on that whole thing and you know that because I got a bunch of phone calls I got a bunch of phone calls from people going hey look you keep talking about guys building programs that wasn't and people from the outside think all you got to do is roll up the ball. No, absolutely not. Not the case, man. Not the case. That group last year, um, you had talked about, look, it was a really good group. But there are some things that happen when you have that much talent on a team that you have to manage. And you have to be more than just a head basketball coach. There's some psychology that gets involved in that thing to make sure everybody's happy. Was that difficult for you? I mean, you're still, at the end of the day, each coach here, they're dealing with kids who are 16, 17 right. years old, trying to learn themselves, dealing with school problems, you know, girlfriend problems, mm-hmm. all type of issues they have. So that doesn't change. These kids are just normal. Some of them love basketball more right. than the other. Um, but that they're just normal kids at the same time. So. That was a fun uh, state championship game to watch. That was a good game. It was a good time. It was a great, great opportunity for our school, for our community. Um, Boy, did for, they for come the, out. Nicolet showed up. They, they, they were pumped up. They were they, pumped up. But, you know, this is a new year, and we got to look forward to, to this year. Hey, if you, uh, if you guys played one-on-one, who would win? Me. There you go. <laughs> you know, I'm a you know, Hey, huh? you know, I don't lose one-on-ones. No? Nope. Nope. Hey, you know what? There's another. There's got to be another gym here at Kettle Marine. They got about nine of them. I know they I do. Could, I could find one. I could probably I start getting some action too. Hey, speaking of all of those gyms, they got all of those gyms out at Grafton, man. Not yet. Not yet. They're like coming. Three or four right? gyms out there, man. Hey, man. How Nicolay's got to come? No, you got. We no, got to get some more. You got a lot of out tennis there. courts over at Yeah, we do. Nicolay yeah, and a lot of rooms for chess and stuff is yeah. what you guys. Yes, yeah, absolutely right. Well, I'll tell you what. The football program. You know what? They took a step this year. Yep. They took a step this year. They won some games. And, and I, I'm telling you that Coach Maroder's got them moving. The, the basketball program is certainly uh, defending state champs, so you've got to take a look. At, and if you look at the forecast, I know you don't look at these things, but you guys are pick one, too. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to get out to that one in January, that first game where you guys play against each other. But here you go. Nick, forecast, Nicolay, one, two, Bay, Homestead, West Bend East, Hartford. I think Hartford's going to be a little bit better than that. Yeah. I think Hartford's yep. going to be up in the 3-4, um, Marie. That's what I think. Guys, thank you so much. You know what? Um, it's so good to see you. North Shore Conference, it, it, people have said for years, I think that's a football conference. That's changing. It's going to be a football-basketball conference. When you look at Homestead on the football side and you look at Crafton and then Hartford, who won that conference, it's getting better in basketball. Yeah, people are going to have to stop saying that. So no maybe it's me who keeps saying that. I'm going to have to stop saying that. Coach, thanks a lot. Alan, it's good nice. to see you. Kim, it's good to see you. Thank you. Say hi to your family for me. It's good sure to see will. your kids Same again. Here. We're going to get to break. Other side of the break, we'll wrap this thing up. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show Live from Catamaran High School on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
Uh, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. We only got a couple minutes, and I love doing this. I just grab people and say, come talk to me. Rod and Stacy Johnson. Well, I'll tell you what, what a year that was. Jalen Johnson led the Nicolet team to a state championship, and now he's gone. Stacey, how are you doing with your boy being gone? It's been an adjustment. Has it been hard? How is <laughs> it for him? It's, he's doing well. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's an adjustment for him as well. Yeah. You know, just kind of working. Of course, there's kinks along the way, but sure. you work through it and, and, and keep working hard. Rod and Stacy Johnson, I pulled them over here kicking and screaming. Rod, it's nice <laughs> to meet you. Guys, I'm really good friends with the Zastro family. Oh, okay. So, Gordy and I coached Nathan Zastro in AAU, and I can tell you that I have a lot of respect for, for, Nathan, for, for Gordy, and he says nothing but great things about you guys. So I said, come over and talk to me. How is it for you having your son gone? Um, do, you, do you get a chance to talk to him a lot? Do you get a chance to go watch him play at all, Rod? Yeah, we've, um, we've actually been down there quite a few times, um, my wife especially, um, because he gets homesick and needs that, that, that love and that comfort. Um, it's been an adjustment, you know, having, a, you know, sending our kid off who's only a 17-year-old junior down oh. to Florida, 1,200 miles away, and not having that um, that that instant access to him, it, it, it's difficult. But, you know, we make it work. Hey, and I had asked Alan Hansen, who was just on before you, and I said, hey, when a kid is that talented, and, and I don't know, I don't know the young man, mature level, and he goes, oh, yeah. I said, well, is it hard for, to have that conversation with him? And as a coach, are you, ha- are you happy for him? Because I've never had that. I'd be like, no, no, don't leave me. I want you to stay. Let's go win back-to-back. Um, the decision to have him, and I'll start with you, Stacy, to go to the next level and do that. Difficult decision for your family? Uh, to a degree. It's more, it was more about the developmental part of it. Yeah. You know, I obviously, bet, you know, going for the goal of back-to-back state championships would be fun. Right. Um, but whether that's the best for Jalen. Looking long-term is, on this right. thing. Exactly. Looking long-term. Big picture. Big and picture. getting him ready to play at that, at that next level. Um, decision process for him, was it hard to, to make a decision where he's going to college? It was difficult um, uh, because all the schools that were recruiting him were great schools, and they, you know, they did a great job of trying to build a relationship with Jalen. But, you know, the, the, the relationship that that Duke built not only with Jalen but with our entire family from our oldest son who's at Chattanooga to Kobe to, you know, to right. everyone. Um, we felt like that was more, more genuine than just trying to get a top recruit. Guys, did you enjoy the process? Did you enjoy it, or does it get a little bit tiresome and a little bit, yeah. you know, because he was, he's as big a recruit. We've had a few lately, right? But he's as big as they get, and you can't believe how many people would say, any, does Wisconsin have any shot at this kid? And I go, I, he can go anywhere he wants in the country. I don't think so, but I don't know. Did you enjoy the process, or does that get tiresome? We, I think we can all honestly agree that we enjoyed it for a while. Right. And I think once we finally came to the decision, it, it, it did become a relief. Yeah. And just being able to move forward from it. Yeah. Hey, guys, I work for some radio stations in Milwaukee, 103.7 and 99.1 in the sports station. Our general manager um, came in, in uh, five years ago, and he walked in. And he said, look, I am from North Carolina, and the only four-letter word you are not allowed to say in this building 
is Duke. Duke. If you have a if you have a dog named Duke, get rid of it. If your husband's name is Duke, get a divorce. So I hope he's not listening right now. Uh, but he says that atmosphere uh, at Cameron is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Certainly, you know he, he's going to a school and academically is unbelievable. It's it's incredible. Thank you so much. It's good to meet you. Yes. Hey, this wasn't so bad, Thank right? Not no. at all. Thank Thanks you. For Don't be us. mad at him for dragging you over here. <laughs> uh, Stacy to Rod Johnson. Uh, really a great basketball family. And again, the Zastros say hello to you. Thanks a lot for listening. This has been really fun. Uh, the 14th annual Ketamaran, uh Classic. It's tip-off class is still going on. Come on out. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaching Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.